There are certain moments and words that shaped a new era in pro wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Brett screwed Brett. Die, Rocky, die. Suck it! Introducing the Book of Wrestling, 25 catchphrases that explain the Attitude Era. Tune in as we relive one of the most exciting, intense, and over-the-top times in WWE with new interviews with the voices that made the promos, calls, and catchphrases into history. Like Shawn Michaels. I could have easily said I'm not going to do it. Triple H. But you're going to have to learn to eat shit like taste of it. And X-Pac. Kate Bate was already dead. Give me a break. The Book of Wrestling. 25 catchphrases that explain the Attitude Era. Coming next week to Spotify. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Yes, my people, we are here in Dallas for a very special Mac Mania podcast. Evan Mac, Brian H. Water, he's in the cut somewhere. He's circling around. He's doing a lot of producer things. I'm sorry you can't hear his angelic voice. Wait a minute, is he still here? Brian, what's up, baby? What's up? <laughs> he popped in. He was doing his duties. Flobo voice, real Jack Farmer. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> he's here. It's crazy. Uh, he's doing a lot of producer things. Kerm's like he's Kerm's like low. He, he's 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 circling the wagons too. He's he's, he's on the Kerm ones. On he's on the ones. Put and him twos. over, man. Kerm, he's on the Kerm's on the Kerm's on the ones and twos, making sure we sound nice. He's and an audio master. They call him the babyface producer. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah you're not babyface. Right it's not babyface producer when you are no. still a baby. I'm seeing him. Right, I'm seeing him right now, man. His cheek, his cheeks, man. His cheeks. He has that smooth skin. He got that Noxzema lace skin. I didn't know he was that adorable. Look at that cherub. Look at that cherub. He's cherubic. Listen, we got <laughs> cherubic. We got, we got we have an incredible interview lined up. Um, it's the EST of WWE and probably your future Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair. So we put, yo, keep that in the park, even though you can't, you can't listen. My producer, listen. Oh, this, wait a minute. This is Mac Mania podcast, Evan back here, the Jeff Former Global Boys. My producer, Chaka Cat, the plan almost died on this chair. And we got Miss Bianca Belair here. She almost witnessed my favorite man on earth. I need you, Brian Waters. Don't die on me, man. That would have been the worst way to fall. Miss Bianca Belair, how are you? How you doing? How you dealing with this, this, this Texas humidity? <laughs> uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing great. The humidity is getting to my hair, though, so I got to figure out what I'm gonna do for Saturday. My, my my wife was losing her mind about the humidity. What's what's it like to deal with humidity like this? We don't understand the kind of pressure involved when you walk outside and the temperature change after you spent a long time on your hair. So what's what was the process like? Cause Heidi was over here running the muck last night. <laughs> Listen, walking out with the humidity, you might as well just not even do your hair. <laughs> not, don't put makeup on. Don't do your hair because it's just. 
five minutes being outside, it's going to look like you didn't do anything anyway. Ladies will be like, facts, facts. facts. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, my dear. I wanted to get your, your brief thoughts. And um, it, it's, it, it happened and the, and the news broke um, about Triple H no longer doing like in-ring competition and, and, and Triple H going through what he's going through. So I just wanted to get your quick thoughts on Triple H and what he's meant to you, what meant to your career and, and how he is. Um, you just, yeah, just put him over. Man, Triple H is everything. I mean, he was NXT. He was like one of the first people that took a chance on me and, and put me out there and for for the NXT universe to see me and to show who Bianca Belair is. And he mm. was so much a, 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 a essential part of the progression and development of who Bianca Belair is inside the ring, um, outside the ring. He was NXT. He was just so hands-on with everything. It's like entrance and placement. I learned so many things from him and just the moment that I had with him at the Mae Young Classic, because I feel like that was the very first moment that I realized that I was finally walking in my purpose and I found what I was good at and what I was meant to do. Mm. And that moment that I had with him after the match, I have so many interviews, people, people ask me, what did he say to you? And I'm like, I will never tell. Wow. Because that to me is something that I'll take with me forever. And I, and I still replay those words that he told me in my head now, before my mania matches, wow. before my big matches. So um, I just really appreciate everything that he's done inside and outside the ring. Wow. Yeah, speaking of Triple H in that moment, you're a star, obviously. I mean, you've main evented WrestleMania. <laughs> My question is, when did you realize you were a star? Maybe not even in, in wrestling, but just in general, whether it be as an athlete or anything else. When did you realize, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm something different than everyone else? I think I, I, I've always felt that even as a little kid. You know, I grew up in, in a smaller town. Um, I grew up in, um, in, in my community where and my parents raised me in my household to always you know, shine bright. And, and they put me in so many different avenues for me to shine. And I love where I come from. Um, you know, I am who I am because of where I came from, but I always wanted more. I, I wanted to get out and experience new things. And and I remember my mama asking me as a little kid, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I told mm. her, uh, I don't know. I just, I want to do something where people throw roses at me. And she was like, what? And I said, I want to be on stage where I perform. And, people stand up and applaud and throw roses at me. So I knew I wanted to be on stage and perform and entertain. I just didn't know what that was. So mm. I always had that craving for it. Um, so my journey through life took me through sports and college and everything. And then I got to WWE. And it's amazing when I look back and I realize everything that I did led me to where I am now. Nice. And so this is my purpose. Really cool. It's actually an honor that we're here in the flesh. When I do my vocal warm-ups, when I before I do my podcast about Tuesday mornings, I'm always like, you know, testing one, two, one, two. <laughs> she from Knoxville, Tennessee, the EST <laughs> of WWE, and you're actually here in the building. Uh, we talked about your rise as as a homegrown talent, more mm -hmm. or less. And mm -hmm. you've done so much with your career, but some say your rise is actually had a little, little pandemic in between. Yeah. So what we do with that walking, working with fans, lack of fans, small crowds, we had to ski, big crowds, mm -hmm. WrestleMania this weekend. What's that like as a performer? You know, it for me, it was just like a moment of I didn't really know what was happening when the pandemic started because I was in NXT. Triple H was the one who who pulled me aside and said, "Hey, you're 
I know you didn't get to have your moment here in NXT, but it's not going to happen here. It's going to happen somewhere else. You're getting called. You're getting called to Raw, and you're going to debut at the Raw after WrestleMania, which everyone knows that's the one, the, the biggest yeah. show of the year after yeah. WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So I was going to get my debut moment, and then the pandemic happened and everything <laughs> shut down. I ended up debuting at WrestleMania in the Performance Center in front of zero fans, and hmm. then. You know, trying to introduce myself to this larger audience now that's just on TV of who Bianca Belair is. I was worried about that of like, how can I get people to know who I am and how Mm -hmm. can I get them to feel? Because my thing is, I don't want people just to watch me and watch me perform. I want to make them feel and connect with me. And I had to do that for about a year with no one and winning the Royal Rumble in front of no one and then then going to WrestleMania in front of a crowd and not knowing are they going to boo me are they going to cheer me I don't know um so it, it was it was tough but that was a part of my journey a part of who Bianca Belair is now so I'm just super excited now to be here for WrestleMania in Dallas now in front of a full audience because I haven't experienced that yet with WrestleMania yeah I think about it, you talk about you growing up and, and how you felt and the things you were saying to your mother and and it's it's tough, you know, when you're growing up and you're trying to be a certain person, you're trying to exude certain confidence. And and I, I think about these things when I was growing up, and and you and you show too much confidence, then you're mm-hmm. you're considered to be a cocky person. Mm-hmm. How how do you how do you juggle that? How do you balance that? How do you balance the, that fine line between being, having swag but also just being? I'm I'm actually humble and sweet. How do you know? But you're actually very humble. You know, when, it's, when the bright lights is on, you're like I'm on my own. You know? so, so what's what's how you strike that balance? You know how people are Like in real yeah. life Yeah And the, the honest truth Is I struggled With that A lot As a kid um, I was very naturally Talented And my parents Put me into So many sports They poured everything Into me And um, I was very good At a lot of things Not your fault That you good though I know <laughs> but, but no Yeah you, you get called Like oh you're being cocky yeah. Or you think you're better Than everybody So for a while Um I was very insecure as a kid and very self-conscious would be the word. Mm. Um, and I would shrink myself a lot to to dim my light, to like right. make sure that people wouldn't call me a show off. And, and um, I did that for a lot of part of my life. I was very mental. Even in college, I was very mental. That was my, my biggest competition in college wow. was just my mental aspect. But when I got to WWE, um, Bianca Belair was, is, is this, result of everything that I've been through when I was a kid when I shrunk myself and I'm like no you know what I, I work hard and I'm talented and and I'm a, I'm multifaceted and I'm not going to hide little bits and pieces of me to soothe anybody else's insecurity so Bianca Belair is who's who is what blossomed out of that mm. and now I'm the EST I'm going to shine bright I'm not going to dim my light for anyone and so I feel like you know, I go out there and I preach to be the absolute best version of yourself and be unapologetically you. And that's what I do. And, and if anyone calls me cocky or has a problem with that, that's them throwing their insecurities off on me. That's your insecurities aren't my responsibility. All, all I can do is, is, is show my God given talent and be the bring my full self to the table. And I'm encouraging everyone else to do that. I'm not. Um, trying to build myself up by breaking someone else down. Mm. I think that's how I balance it. If I find myself trying to put myself over by bringing someone else down, I think that's when the problem happens. But I'm encouraging everyone else to do the same thing. 
Speaking of encouraging people to do the same thing and all the work you put in, I'm curious. I know you are a very athletic person. Is there anyone when you go to the gym that can hang with you, that when you go out and go work out with? Are you like, hey, you're at my level. We can, we can work out probably together. Not. Who, are, who are some people that can hang Superman with Bianca Belair in the gym? Clark Kent. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Xena. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, she would. Her name is you. Only superheroes, I usually work out by myself a lot. And I know that sounds crazy because when I'm in the gym, I, I'm going in, like I'm going in. A lot of times, not that I get annoyed, but I used to get annoyed. People are like, Can I, we should work out together. I'm like, yeah, if you're really trying to work out because Ooh, I'm trying to work out. But no, like my husband, Montez Ford, we work out together all the time. We train together all the time. Um, I'm more so always getting on him because I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, that, that squat wasn't deep enough. Don't be cheating now. Don't be cheating. He has very long legs. <laughs> but then I call him out, but then he, he starts calling me out. And I'm just like, don't be calling me out. It was like, no, you, you want to be the best. You got to be the best. So my husband um, and then um, Rhea Ripley, uh, I, I, me and Rhea and Shayna, we... Uh, it was the three of us that would work out together wow. all the time in NXT and push each other like lifting weights. Crazy. Uh, but Rhea, she 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 can hang, and <laughs> I'd be hanging with her, and she'd be hanging with me. So Man. yeah, yeah. As a pound for pound, the strongest people on the roster, I think. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah, yeah. yeah I was so. bench pressing Volvos and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Props for that. Uh, I was uh, checking out the YouTube channel, uh, Bianca Blair channel, and you, I see you know your skills with your seamstress work, and we were working with the three props and all that. Um, right. Is there kind of a return to content on that video size? More videos in the pipe? You thinking about building that, that channel, that platform up, or? Right now, you're focusing on the ring stuff. No, I, 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 you know, I'm a person that's kind of like all over the place. I, I don't like to just stay in one lane. So, of course, like, I'm trying to build more content. But everyone knows, like, being in WWE is very demanding. And it, it's, I'm trying mm. to make and sew gear. And I'm not home as much now. So, I'm actually, like, sewing gear on the road. I have a traveling sewing machine now. I'm, I'm backstage in the locker room making my gear. I'm trying to do videos at the same time. Um so something that I definitely want to do, but it takes a lot of time. Mm. It's very mm -hmm. time consuming, but I, I love to share all the different aspects, aspects of my life and put it on YouTube so that the fans can connect and see. And I'm trying. I be seeing the comments. They be like, you need to post some more. You need to post. I'm like, I'm trying, y'all. Yeah, the content's free, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Bianca, uh, WrestleMania, <laughs> Becky Lynch. Versus you, mm. there's a title on the line. Mm -hmm. Kind of a big match. Last year, you you had the nerve to main event with like <laughs> Sasha Bay had the audacity to make history. <laughs> had the audacity to do something that might we might never see again at that level. But you, now you have Becky Lynch. Now everybody been talking about how you got beat at SummerSlam, how fast you got beat at SummerSlam. So what makes this match different? Why will you win this match, my dear? Well, I will say I will say that. Um, Last year at WrestleMania, I walked special. in at definitely special, and I'm glad it was the first, but it's not going to be the last. That's a, it's, I love it, to hear it, that. It's not. And um, I think Sasha Banks and I, we, we, we changed the game. We I won agree. an SB off of that, and we just opened the doors to see the possibilities of I more agree. that can come. Um, but, but last year, I walked into WrestleMania as a rookie. Um, this year, I'm walking into WrestleMania as one of the the— one of the women that won the main event of WrestleMania. And Becky Lynch was special about this match is that we're, we are the only two females that have ever won the, the, the women's main events at WrestleMania. Um, 
But yeah, you know, it, it's this, it's like a story of like redemption for me because winning the, the title off of last WrestleMania, this huge historical moment, this match you won an SB off of, all the hard work that I put into it, I had all this momentum and Becky Lynch just comes in and rides off of that <laughs> momentum, that hard work takes in 26 seconds and she, she runs off. And in that moment, I was like, wow, um, you know, it's, now, like, is, is that it for me? Does everybody forget about me? Like, all the hard work and momentum that I had, does that just carry over to her? Like, what, what's going to happen here? And seeing the outpour of love and the support on social media was just, you know, it, it, and ironically, I think it actually made me a bigger star. It's something that backfired, I think, wow. in, in, in Becky Lynch's plan. And, and every she's put every trick out of the books, you know, since to try to keep me away from the title. And everything has backfired. Uh, nobody forgot about me. They cheered for me harder. Uh, she tried to break my throat, but I still came back in a week. Hmm. She tried to pull my hair. She tried to bring scissors to the match and cut my braid. Oh, we was we we, mm -hmm. we saw. What? Mm -hmm. Hold on, Bianca. I'm, I'm gonna mm -hmm. cut you off, but you but you then in turn cut her <laughs> hair. I'm like, well, I know like the rules, like like our rules. You can't cut like a sister's hair, but you didn't in turn cut her hair. Like you can't. You snipped her hair, Miss yeah. Bianca. How you gonna snip her hair? Because now? you have to. <laughs> this has been going on since. August, right? Max. Since SummerSlam. Yeah. And she told me to get to the back of the line. I got to the back of the line. She told me to beat this person. I beat that person. Yep. I beat this person. I beat that person. I won Elimination Chamber. I'm here. Now give me my title match. Stop running from me. Mm. And at this point, like I said, this moment is so big that it's the only two women that have won the main event of WrestleMania. We, that's how we should be looking at this match. The same with Sasha Banks. And I looked at the match last year of, of realizing that like this moment is so big. Yes, we're going for the title, but the moment's big. This is the same thing that's happening this year. This is history. And we should be meeting each other with respect and just throwing down. Mm. But she's still pulling out all these tricks and she's still stooping low. And each time I've rose to the occasion, I've been the bigger person. I've been trying. And how many times have I said, do not touch my hair? And she... Plenty times. Not only, not only did mm -hmm. she touch my hair, she brought scissors. So she actually had bad intentions. Being my <laughs> thing was this: I'm tired of the antics. I'm mm -hmm. done with it. And as, as satisfying as me as the the plan backfiring and me cutting her hair should have been, it honestly wasn't because it wasn't enough. That's not what I want. Mm. That was just my message of stop the antics. Yep. Let's get to WrestleMania. Let's get on the stage and let's throw down. I'm done with the antics. This was your last let's little go. trick. Now we're at WrestleMania. So let's leave it at that. Mm. Let's throw down on the greatest stage of them all. Let's go. Absolutely. And speaking of the haircutting, I, I have to be honest, when, when the scissors came out, I clutched my pearls. Clutch the pearls, baby. Clutch the pearls, Jack Farmer. I was, I was like, ah, this better not happen. I'm going to put it out there right now. I think, you know, last year you beat Sasha Banks. This year, I believe you're going to beat Becky Lynch. And I think you may go on to eventually beat even Bailey and Charlotte Flair and get all horsemen, women in a row but you got to first get through Becky Lynch. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking back at some of the matches you had, and I'm looking back at like Dewdrop and how you were able to lift her up for the KOD. But it was a tough, a tough move to do. What do you do when you're in the ring and, and something happens and it's like, this might be a little harder than I thought it was going to be? Mm -hmm. What goes through your head in that spot? And um, if you're in WrestleMania, if you're in that match with Becky Lynch this week and things don't go the way you think they're going to go, how do you respond to to that in real time. Well, being in WWE, anytime you're in the ring, it's never going to go 100% how you want it to go. But it's yep. all about, honestly, like, you know, I call myself the EST and I'm like, usually they say, oh, whoever's the strongest and the toughest and the roughest is who prevails in the end. 
Not so much because it's really who, who is the most adaptable person mm. who can adapt to whatever situation presents itself. Like for me going into the ring with Becky Lynch at SummerSlam, I, I think I've seen all her tricks, but I'm pretty sure there's more tricks she's going to pull out right. the book that I haven't seen. Um, she surprised me every time we've gotten in the ring. And that's going to be my biggest obstacle with Becky is what is she going to pull out out of her bag and how do I adapt to that? And, um, you know, is the match with Dewdrop, me picking her up for the, the power bomb and, and walking out with her. I don't know what came over me. Um, it's really just adrenaline. Me picking up a four, over 400 pound Otis. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first, notice. yeah, when, yeah. <laughs> in that obstacle course, when I looked up at him, I'm like, whoa, I don't know if I can do this, but you know, I don't have a choice. So yeah. it's the adrenaline, and it's really just having getting rid of that imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. getting rid of, the, of that mm-hmm. imposter syndrome of uh, and self doubt, and just being like, you got to go for it, wow. and you got to push through. So that's really what I do every time I'm in the ring. You got to push through and, and adapt. One of my favorite uh, pieces of yours. Can I call them pieces? Uh, mm-hmm. Like fashion, like the, the the patches of the four horsewomen on the jacket. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. Uh, one of my, my friends who's a, a lapsed fan of wrestling is getting back into it because his daughter is into it. A huge fan of what you're doing. And I understand that it's not easy being an inspiration. But when you go out there and, and you are performing for, for the next generation, is that something that goes through your mind when you present yourself as a character, when you go to the ring, you have your, 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 your match selections, your fight selections, your move selections? What, is the thing you, what do you think goes through your mind when you're going out there for the fans watching at home? Um, that's always in, in my mind. Um, you know, I because I always think about how impressionable I was as a kid, mm-hmm. not just a kid, as a teenager, not just as a teenager, as a young adult. Um, and I know that we have such a huge uh, audience and fan base and the impact that we have. And so every time I go out there, I'm always thinking about my image and what I'm representing and mm-hmm. doing it the right way, the, the, the way that I want to do it, because there's no black and white way of doing it. It's mm-hmm. just whatever is what I believe in, what I'm trying to present. But yeah, I'm, I'm always constantly thinking about that. And even with, and, and, and it goes into everything that I do from my gear to my look, to my persona, my moveset. I want everything to be what it, the EST is and everything to fall into place of so that it makes sense. And so when people see that, they know exactly what I'm trying to present, exactly what I'm trying to portray. And um, and like I was saying earlier, I don't want people, I don't want people to just watch me right. and watch me achieve things. Um, I want them to feel like they that like they are a part of it. I want them it to inspire them. I want them mm. to feel um, and understand what I'm doing, and so that it impacts them in a positive way. Ms. Bianca, uh, there's a lot of things going on on the internet these days, and one thing that I can't seem to escape is what um, <laughs> what the great Will Smith did at the Oscars. And um, I don't know if you've seen what Will did at the Oscars, but um, I had to get your thoughts because what what came from that was people saying it wasn't real. They came from it was a work. This was all scripted and made up and it's made up. It didn't, it didn't, it it, it, it was it was fake and Will and Chris Rock conspired and made this thing happen to, to ruin the Oscars. I just wanted to get your thoughts. Did you think that was a real moment or a fake moment? I don't know. I mean, I'm in WWE and I fight for a living. So all, all, all I can say is that if I'm going to talk about any fight that's happening, it's going to be the fight that I'm having Saturday <laughs> night <laughs> on the first... 
most stupendous <laughs> night of the two night of WrestleMania history. So we're going to talk about the fight, the fight that's going to go down between me and Becky Lynch. That's the one I got to be focused on this week. Evan, she just, she just said she's adaptable. She just said she's going to be able to go you want to take it. <laughs> oh, Miss Bianca, I really appreciate you. I really do. And um, I'm really excited to see what you do um, this weekend and excited to see this moment and excited to see this match because there's been a lot of a lot of buildup and there's been a lot of bad blood. and There's a lot of things going back and forth. But at the end of the day, um, everyone's just hoping that the match is going to last longer than it lasted at SummerSlam. You can, mm. And that's the one thing that everyone keeps talking about. Mm. And so before we, we I get you out of here, is there any final words for uh, Miss Becky Lynch? All I can say is to Becky Lynch is, I don't know what other trick you're going to pull up your sleeve, but everything that you've thrown at me, I've caught. I don't know how long this match is going to last at WrestleMania. It might last less than 26 seconds. Mm. Or it might last 26 minutes, but no matter how long it takes, 26 seconds or 26 minutes, the end result is going to be the same. I'm going to mm-hmm. walk out of WrestleMania as Raw Women's Champion, get my redemption and show that bad things can happen, but you push through and you can get right back on top. Miss mm. Bianca Belair, thank you for much, so much for your time, my dear. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What a great interview with Miss Bianca Belair. I tried to get her to comment on the Will Smith shenanigans. She told Evan to kick rocks in the very sweetest way possible. There's different versions of how you say kick rocks. Hers was a very sweet version of kick rocks. She did it so well. She told me to kick rocks as she was putting over the show. That's yeah. great. Juggle rocks before you kick them. That's Bianca is just the first thing that comes to mind. Just a delight. Yeah. First, yeah. I just I, that, what a delight. That was your first experience with Bianca Belair in person? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mary Poppins-esque. Yeah, I like it. It was great. It was a great interview, and um, she had a lot to say. The match is going to be really, really great with uh, Becky Lynch. It's an anticipated match. Just like, just like she said, there should be more people talking about the magnitude. The last two women to main event at WrestleMania. Yeah. And um, and it's them two going against each other. So I'm very excited to see that match. But that got, get me thinking, guys, we're here in Dallas. You guys got here yesterday. What, what did you guys do with your experience? Uh, Brian H. Wars, Football Boys, Jack Farmer. How, 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 were, how was your first Dallas experience as far as like getting here and getting the lay of the land, brother, brother, brother? Do, am I putting Dallas over? I'm telling the Dude, truth. Oh, damn. Dallas is cool, man. People but I Dallas, there's, there's not a single cool, city bro. safe from the Magmania podcast. Yeah, 
allowed in some of these places, man. It is a cool. It's a cool city. I like it. I just, you know, had a little bit of a sticker shock with that Uber prices. That's all. Yeah, reminded Los Angeles. I was like, oh, I didn't really go nowhere. LA will spoil you with Uber. Yeah, yeah. Because if you go around the corner with for Uber in LA, it's like six dollars. You go around the corner here, it's like nineteen fifty. Around the freeway horn on ramp on pass, it was crazy. We took we took an Uber from the Omni to our hotel, which is literally like an eight minute walk. It was twenty one dollars. Are you kidding? Because it must be because I don't know nine to fivers. I don't know. But Heidi was like, look at this. Oh, nineteen dollars or twenty one dollars with twenty one minute wait. Oh, for real? Yeah. So the minute with the minute wait with the dollar I'm carry the two. Myself. Oh, okay, okay. So, so, but I'm good. Flobo over here hating. He's like, yo, it's cool, I, man. But yo, your Uber prices suck. I, I, I gotta be honest though, too, because when I did it, I thought they had my location wrong. I was like, no, this can't be right. Like, Come on. Like, and so I, I, I closed the app. I reopened it, and then I typed it again. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> You're not lying. It was cheaper in the south. I thought things, you know, food. That's right, guys. Uber. I will say this. I will put them over. We were out. We went to a nice little French restaurant. Had a nice little Uber. Man, nice little steak. Wifey had the wife had like a, a a duck leg, and it was they fried the duck leg, put a little you know duck larange, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's you know was good with some French. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it was we had a nice experience here. It was humid as hell. It was windy as hell. But I really I really enjoyed it. And we um we came back in and wanted to see that what the Omni was looking like, right? So we walked in, we were doing our thing, and I said, and Heidi walked in, I said, Yo, babe, is that top five right there? And she's like, Oh my god, that's Randy Orton. And I go, because I've never seen Randy Orton in person before. Like, nothing, like, because I'm, so I, I said, Orton, he's, and he's, it is like, it's like 11 30, 12. I said, that's top five. And he's like, oh my God. Because Heidi's, Heidi's obsessed with Randy Orton on the low, low. She don't know, she's obsessed with Randy. She was like, oh my God. She like wore his shirt on to, to the airport. You know what I mean? She wore, <laughs> so she's all changed. And she's like, oh, I was wearing a shirt. I go, well, you ain't wearing a shirt now. So kick rocks. So he's here with his, with his lady and he went by. And I was like, okay, I said, I ain't gonna bother him. That's not what I do. I literally put it out. I said, if I see him again, no, it's a different story. If I see him twice. Then I'm going to say something. So we go to this dope sports bar that's in the Omni. You have a drink, a little nightcap. We're walking out. Randy Orton's at the freaking, at the cashier. I said, feet to fire. You said you're going to say something. So he said, somebody peeped him. He said, yo, Randy. He goes, what's up, guys? Good night. I said, I said, old top five. I just shouted top five at him. He goes, in a modest tone, Randy Orton goes, he goes, he goes, top 20 maybe. That's what he said. Oh, wow. He brushed off the top five. Oh, oh, wow. The opposite well, way. No, shout, shout, out, but shout out to him for saying he was top 20, though. Yeah, I mean, no. He said he's still I'm humble, humble. <laughs> but I'm not that humble. He said, yeah, 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 yeah. Top 20, mate. I said, oh, wait, wait a minute. I see, I caught that. But I, then I go, I said, listen, man, so you know I call you the mighty Mississippi for a reason. Stopped him in his tracks. Yeah. Remember me calling him that a while back. Turn around, he goes, what's up, man? Very cordial. Heidi's over here like, hide behind a brother. I said, this is my wife. This is my wife, Heidi. Heidi's like, Hello. She's like, she's like, hi. <laughs> this is my wife. And then he was like, and they were talking. He's talking about like him trying to find some food. He couldn't find any food. And he goes, where'd you guys get food? I said, oh, it was an hour ago. I said, we have no food. And then he was like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't introduce her as Heidi. I was like, this, I said, this is the wife. And then Randy in a cordial manner was like, well, what's your name? Got her name. Yeah. She goes, I'm Heidi. I was like, damn, I'm a rude husband. I just said, here's the wife. Shake her hand. Go on about your business, but it was no. It was, it was the first encounter I've had with Randy. Like, was like with, with Heidi had with Randy, and he was classy. So all you haters out there that think Randy's some rude dude when you meet him, come up cordial. If you call him top five, you call him the mighty Mississippi. You might get some love. No, but everybody not Evan Mack. 
Yeah, true, everybody true. not ever met. Everybody he ain't had that interaction. I was wearing oh, I was so on the ring of wrestling yo, show. I was wearing right before the Royal Rumble. Yo, I was wearing like I was wearing, a, I was wearing a I was wearing a dope cologne too though. You know what I mean? So that <laughs> might have was. So that was the, the, the cartoon cloud yeah, yeah, yeah. of cologne <laughs> beckoned him over to That's you. That's what it was. You know, get the, the apple <laughs> the pie that's in the window yeah. sale. Yeah. And he floated <laughs> it over It allowed him to hear the voices and smell the scents in the air. Yo, as God is my witness, that that story really happened last night. It was dope because we about to take it, take it in. I said, baby, I want one more damn drink. It was dope as hell. Like I said, I'll shout out to Dallas. Um, shout out to you guys for joining us, man. I'm very, very happy. Listen, we're gonna go, we're gonna go a little bit because I wanted to talk, and um, I'm, I'm excited that you guys are here. We were all here for the first time together. Um, we got Kermit. Let's say that again. The first for the first time in the same room together, the Mac Mania podcast ever, right now. How cool is that? Nine months and ten months in. It's crazy. And I really like that you guys were here to experience the, the interview with Miss Bianca and and us have a moment with her and Kerm here and my wife here and Waters here. It's, it's, it was, it's Cash is, 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 is over here doing his, doing his thing. He's like a silent assassin, um, making sure crossing the T's, dotting the I's, murdering a few people, but he doesn't murder a few people. I didn't say that. He doesn't kill anybody, I swear. Hey, man. Um, you know, you know what I mean? He don't kill nobody. That's the best man in the world. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? He's a metaphorical assassin because he's over here getting things done. He's crossing yeah. these T's, dotting these I's. He's not from Baltimore. Oh. <laughs> Silent. Just the, the look that Brian is giving you right now. <laughs> yeah. Just stop the show in the strike. Yeah, this is gonna be the last time we're all in the same <laughs> together. <laughs> I just realized I talk all this Baltimore stuff when he's away. No, my bad. Listen, what I was trying to say was, hold on, yeah, wait, wait, I forgot. Oh my god! I just, I just realized. See, that's what happened. That's that keyboard courage. I forgot we ain't via Zoom right now. I might just get laid out. Yo, Brian, I'm sorry. Welcome back to the morning. I love you. <laughs> well, look, how about we be nice? How about we be nice? Here's the thing. They put the transition in. Like I'm not. Dear Brian's like, welcome back to the Mac Media Pog. Yeah. No, but look, Michael Brown, yes, um, Andy Shepard, yes, all said handsome fellas, handsome fellas, and right. we get to see it in person. Hey, <laughs> we never charge you extra. We, never we need you to get extra. the list longer before we can brag a little more, though. <laughs> yeah, Since so right. far it's been like two people. <laughs> two, two, two people. Two, two, yeah. a, it was a good list of two. We're like, we're, yeah, we're, we're handsome. Right. Like next person comes like. Eh. Hey guys. <laughs> like, Matt told me once, we all, all hard fives. I'll take that. Right. Yo, yo, so right. we're here, guys. WrestleMania weekend. We're here. It's Wednesday. We're about to drop this podcast. I think today, because Brian H. Waters be on his P's and Q's. But um, WrestleMania coming up, fellas. Uh, Flobo's looking at the card right now. Uh, what what pops? What draws your eye? What's sticking out to you? Is something you want to talk about? Well, the question I have is: Is Bianca and Becky going to be our main event on Saturday? That's the thing I want because I know people are saying it could be the KO show. If if the Bianca match becomes uh, the the next female main event after having the other two with Becky and Bianca winning, this could be a major trilogy when it comes to advancing that that division. But everyone was looking at Stone Cold. How is he going to be evolved? Yeah. What's this going to be his role? Is it going to be anything? Is this going to be posing? We don't know. Yeah, the it's it's more about how they execute, I think, than what it actually is. Because so many of the matches are so good. Uh, and as I look through it right now, I mean, obviously, Seth Rollins versus TBA. And you, is know what, a, and you know what's Seth, so... Yeah, Seth, and yeah, by the way, your point, Seth could be against anyone. Of course, the surprise is fun, but you could put anyone there. That's going to be incredible. But the, with the Stone Cold thing, it feels like Stone Cold has to be the end of the show here in Dallas. But at the same time, it can't just... It can't just be like a, a hey, hello, I'm here for a, a segment, right? How with this build? Like, and, I, and, you, and you're right, but it could be. Listen, they've been building this a certain way. Now, how I envision it is literally, I would love, because KO has been killing this by himself, by the way, because he's had to do this by himself. Yeah. He's, had to, he's had to sell this match by himself. Make no mistake. No disrespect to Stone Cold and his little baby promo. But KO has been selling this match Ooh. by, yeah, I went there. What's up? What's up? 
you're gonna be you're gonna be in your palatial estate somewhere. I ain't gonna get to see you. I interview KO soon. I, I want to be nice to him. That's how oh, yeah. I am. Good I'm, point. I'm yeah, nice to the people I interview because I that's what you do. You kiss their butt. That's what you do. <laughs> Let me ask y'all this though. What's up, baby? Would like, y'all rather not know? Oh, what's the main event going to be for Saturday or would you rather know ahead of time? Like, we already know what's the main event for Sunday. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, you already know. You listen, listen. Yo, shout out to the, the Roman. Logan. Might, yeah, kick rocks. So, <laughs> shout out to shout out to Roman Reigns. Secretly might have cut one of his best promos of his career on Friday. Oh, on, 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 what's that? I was on Raw. That yeah. joint was nasty. I Poise, could, calculated, precise. Dude, I could, there was so much good stuff about that promo. I, I don't know if you want to get into it. But, like, y'all like, keep, keep wanting me? Y'all keep wanting me? I'll smash all y'all. <laughs> the, the way he played off off the crowd, but the way he also addressed Brock Lesnar's promo and made how, how for as great as Brock Lesnar's promo was, made it look kiddy and foolish almost. Yeah. Roman Reigns is just, I, another level isn't fair. I can't, it's almost um, not enough. I can't tell you, I can't emphasize enough how much I think Roman Reigns is, he's quickly, man, I'm telling you right now, man, I had to really, literally had to go, had to come to Jesus moment because I was really, I was really smelling this dude when I was like, I was thinking he was creeping up to, to my goat because John Cena is my goat, and I was actually getting to the point where I was like, Roman, he's getting goatish, and I was like, let me just—I had to like have a think. I had to have a, like a glass of Chardonnay, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> stare out I, the window. As the rays hit yeah, the window, I was like, what's going wrong, was like, apparently? What am I doing? I was like, bro. And then I was like, okay, he's still not the one. But let's know. But what I'm trying to say is, what I what I was missing from Roman always, and I was talking to Heidi, we would go to uh, different shows, live shows, and I would say, that dude is a star. I said, there's something missing. And I never knew what that thing was. And then he, he has it now. But the biggest takeaway with Roman for me is he slowed down. This dude was, he was not comfortable in his own skin. If you watch Roman, his moves in the ring are slowed down. He's over here talking to the camera. He's talking mm -hmm. to the camera during the middle of a SummerSlam main event. Like he slowed down. The, he he was had a promo in his mind, and the crowd messed him up. He's so poised and, and balanced now that he was able to deviate from that promo. Say y'all keep wetting me. I'll beat all y'all up in here. Then go back to his promo. See that he's he is slowed down. He's in full control. Mm -hmm. uh, so shout out to that match. That's definitely gonna be the main event to get back to what you're saying, though, uh, B Waters. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. It's cool if it's if it's the ladies. Dope. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If it's not dope, but I do, I do know one thing. Um, I'm excited about uh, the Stone Cold with Stone Cold match in whatever capacity. But one thing I am excited about is on this day, oh, gosh. I, I see clearly, clearly everything has come to life. No way! I'm plugged in. We're like, if you see our setting, we are like Jack's right. We are in an acoustic setting. <laughs> I look like <laughs> 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 this is an empty setting, baby. 
Empty <laughs> 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 You just can you just imagine right now someone? Yeah, that's 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 like Pearl Jam. He <laughs> like home, but he was like. Can you imagine him strumming on the goddamn block? We need WWE themes unplugged. Yo, like, I walk alone. Oh, that's a good that's a good one. Oh, <laughs> yo, shout out to Saliva. Yo, listen. I'm, AJ Styles Edge? AJ Styles all day. I'm I, I, know, I, should, I think he needs to win that match. He absolutely has to. I think he needs to win the match. There's a few people I'm like, yo, he has to win that match. And no dis like no disrespect to um Edge. All disrespect to Edge. <laughs> <laughs> what? <Boo. laughs> you can't boo. <laughs> Check. Flow boy hates Texas. Flow. No, he don't. He don't. He don't. He don't. He loves Texas. He does because because the food slaps. No, yeah, no. There's some people I think need to win that match. I think AJ needs to win that match against. I really, I know it's gonna be dope, but I think Austin Theory needs to win that match against Pat McAfee. I don't know if you guys agree with that. Does he need? Does Austin need to win that match, or is he still good because he got Vince? I don't think Austin needs to win it, but okay. that would that would does be that hurt him? Does that hurt him at all? It doesn't hurt him though. I think it'd be cool to see. It'd be a kind of cool moment at WrestleMania so early in his career getting it. But Pat McAfee is is one of the top announcers over at SmackDown, over on Fox, and he has a little bit of swag about him too. Oh, he does. I can imagine going to his and he's going to be ready. Day. And he's going to be ready. Oh, he's going to be ready. But I can't imagine him taking that loss and going on the show on Monday like, oh, what happened? I tripped. Uh, my shoes were untied. That'd be kind of weird to me. You mean aesthetically? You're right about that. On top of the mountain at WrestleMania. Yeah, but with Austin Theory, it's all about what happens afterwards. That's what I I'm think. saying. It, because if he loses, when's the money in the bank or something? Yeah, he could win the money in the bank or he's been trying to get Vince McMahon to love him for so long. If this is the thing that makes Vince McMahon say, you know what, you're a loser and now he becomes the guy we root for trying to prove himself not to Vince but prove himself as a wrestler instead that could shift who he is and his whole trajectory. So, I'm with you I, on that. I mean, I don't know. It, it'll depend, but I don't think it necessarily is good or bad if he wins or loses. Brian H., what is anything you're excited to see? Anything is on your mind that you're excited to see about WrestleMania-wise in the two nights of um, the most stupendous yeah. WrestleMania? Yo, Bianca said kick rocks. I ain't answering that Honestly, that Charlotte and Ronda. <laughs> this is a match that we did get at Survivor Series a few years ago when we were supposed to get, I think it was Becky and Ronda. What about Ronda? Ronda's lack of interest? Is that bothering you at all? Not really, because I, I I wanted to see a swerve there. Like, this is one of the matches you pencil in, Ronda's going to win. But I want to see, I think we're really going to see how great Charlotte Flair is. This will be one of those matches where you're not going to be able to deny her greatness if you mm. try to, because we're going to see her, you know, working with Ronda Rousey, who hasn't really had a full-fledged, high-profile match in so long. That's and I believe we're going to see Charlotte Flair really take her to another level and really solidify herself as Miss WrestleMania. Gentlemen, do you, do you think, do you think she needs a good dance partner? Cause like I said, Ron is clearly disengaged. She just, she just, like I ain't the only one saying it. Everybody's saying it. Does, does, does Charlotte need somebody at their absolute best that night to prove that she's Miss WrestleMania? Not at all. She she is. She's great. She's the the best female wrestler of all time. Yeah, she's already, go. She's already yeah. there. And I think that this one, and to everyone's point, regardless of what the buildup has been, I think once they have their match, this is going to be the one that everyone says, you know what? Maybe they didn't build up to it the way I would have liked, but they crushed it. Okay. I think this is going to be an actually an incredible matchup. And I think they're going to really stick the landing. Okay. Yeah. Charlotte's page on, on automatic. <clears throat> Talk about God mode. Charlotte's been so good at so long at such a high level. The character moves, her moveset, everything. And it's almost, not to, not to discredit Ronda Rousey, but you could put practically anyone at WrestleMania against Charlotte Flair, and it's going to be a at least a three or four star, if you believe in stars, kind of matchup. Now, Ronda, I like that idea. It looks good on paper. And I like Jack says, it may overshoot our expectations, which is what we want. But I think Charlotte's already WrestleMania. I agree. Yeah. Like, do, do 
Would it surprise you if Charlotte won that match? I wanted to win the match. Would it surprise you if she won in like and then it's Bailey next? Because I don't see man, man Bronda don't want to be there, man. She's won two matches that people didn't think she was going to win. That when was when WrestleMania Charlotte 34 wins that match and thirty five. Sh- Charlotte winning will never surprise me. Right, right. Like it's it's like Tom Brady winning, you know. <laughs> but yeah. like you said about build up, Jack. But think about WrestleMania. When you go back, like during WrestleMania season, I'm pretty sure we all do as wrestler fans. We go back and look at some old school WrestleManias, right? WrestleMania 29 was one. A lot of people really didn't care for the buildup. I remember mm. people complaining. But when you go back and watch it now, the show is good. It's, is it a top 20? I mean, a top 10 WrestleMania? Maybe not. But it's still a good WrestleMania. There's yeah. still good matches. And I think that's what we're going to get with this. We might not like the buildup now, but it will last over time. And we'll say, you know what? I want to go back and watch it. Yeah, I don't necessarily need a, a great build-up for a great match. As long as when the bell rings, the ladies do their thing, I think they could tell their story in the ring. And, and Ronda is a professional. I just want to make sure, like, like if your heart's not in it, you know, it's okay. You don't got, I know, listen, you know, she got paid, though, I go. But but yeah. it, they, you could see that doesn't, that doesn't always matter to some people. Right. So long as she she brings her best to, to try. Because Charlotte, I'm telling you, she switches a gear at pay-per-views, man. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. on a different kind of emotion level, athleticism, yada yada yada. It's different for her. So um, yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm, these are these are great matches we're ready for. There's a lot going on. Um, we gotta just give y'all a brief thought process on what we're most Before excited about. Before we get out of here, what 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 what? <laughs> Twitter loves your outfit. Listen, of course, <laughs> Twitter loves his outfit. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing a bunch of tweets. Is Evan Matt going to the Derby, Kentucky Derby? Right. You're looking fresh, sir. Right. That's from M. Stewart for uh, Ilfair Seven Nine. Evan right. Matt got a fit on off already. Okay. No, I don't want to hear because I'm literally wearing the the shirt <laughs> from the podcast, and not one person is giving me props. I I'm, literally have a Mac. And I'm wearing. I'm wearing, I'm wearing mine. I'm wearing mine. Probably when we do the KO show. I'm, listen, this is what happens, man. I try to. I said we got Bianca Belair coming on here. When you see a very professional. Lady that comes on and she's in your presence. You have to you have to represent. Y'all can hear my mommy and my daddy in my ear right now. You put on your put on your best, but don't get it twisted. It's all downhill from here. Because <laughs> after this, baby, it's sweatshirts and, and WWE shirts. Baby. No, 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 I'm not tricking y'all. I swear, I ain't tricking I've, y'all. I've never seen Mac dressed casually. This is the most casual I've ever seen him. This looks like his workout clothes. So it's on too, man. I don't know what the rules are. I listen. I kid you not. No, because I kid you not. Because I'm I'm so. You should have seen me yesterday. I was chill, man. You know what I mean? Wait, if, 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 I don't we even, are we know. invited to Wale Mania? No, you are did, we invited to Wale Mania? So we, so we invited to Wale Mania? Yes. So I can say what's up to Wale, so shake his hand, talk about, y'all wish you were Rick Ross. Did I get to do that? I mean, I, I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> y'all know I'm being stupid on here. Because I, I told Heidi, because I love Wale. Heidi, I said, I said, it's the closest I've ever been to Rick Ross in my life. She's like, shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I can't stand. But it is, that's Rose, baby. <laughs> but that's my favorite rapper. <laughs> but a dog. I cannot tell you how much I love Rick Ross, man. I, I was literally woke up one day. I was like, I think Rick Ross is my favorite rapper. <laughs> I said, I had like, it was like a, like, it was a movie. I was like, Sit straight up. <laughs> and you know what I mean? And when I say best rapper is different, everyone's like, wait a minute, but what about Hove? I go, my lists are different. I, I think there's a there's like five rappers that are like on a like on a different level that I don't talk about who's best. I mean, you know, you know, you know when you transcend to like astral projection, like Doctor Strange, like right. that's like Hove and M and all those guys. And like Gangstar and like in most I don't even talk about them, dude. There's like entities to me. Everybody else can rap. Okay. Those guys are like, they're like immortal. Right. So everyone gets all bent out of shape, but I'm like, Rose's my favorite rapper. They get bent out of shape. You sound like Mike Tomlin, man. Yo, the Belichick and then all of us. No, he's right. No, he's right, though. No, for people to understand. We're talking about God mode. People don't understand, though. We're talking about Hoban in the game. Reasonable doubt. I was in uh, I was in middle school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. 
37 years old. He's, he's yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't call him a rapper. He's an Rock entity. Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a different species. He's like one of them predators. He's not a businessman. He's, he's a, a businessman. Business but listen, um, yeah. Oh, so we man. are invited to Wallet Man. I work on the street. Kerm said, yeah, I was I was surprised, you know what I mean? I was I appreciate it. Shout out to Cass. Shout out to everybody that put this together for you, bro, because I'm just but a humble narrator of the Mac Mania podcast. You sure? I never get into stuff. I was Let's go home. Yeah, we are. We, we are. We done with this show. The show's over, man. Listen, before I now, before I go walk to the door, I'm like Evan, you're not on the list. Let me um Flobo Boys, Real Jack yeah. Farmer, Kerm in the building, ones and twos. BH Waters. Yo, uh, is this it? Was it our last show? We got another show. They'll see us on the feed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Casually, take this dude. The show's now four hours long. We out, we out, we out, we out, we out. Appreciate y'all, man. We out.